podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Razabani Fire for TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. Uh, with me on Zoom, Mr. Dave Colwell. Dave, I thought I got rid of the life of Zooms, but it looks like we have to uh, use it here and there at times. Uh, how are we doing? I'm all right, thanks, mate. All right, just um, just watched Kylian Mbappe absolutely smash it. Unbelievable player, unbelievable player. So now I'm just waiting for the England game, so I managed to fit you in. <laughs> um, Dave, just before, obviously, we start on uh, the, re- well, the reason why we wanted to have a quick little chat regarding yesterday's heavyweight fight between Fury and Chisora. I just want to get an update on Laurent Richards. Obviously, I know we spoke about it last week. Just wanted to see how he was, how the scans went, and if you had an update. Um, he got his MRI done on, it was a Tuesday, um, I think he went for it, and um, everything's come back all right on the MRI. That was the main one, major one. Um, I think the doctors said that his blood pressure was very, very low. Um, uh, just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I've not really spoke to him in depth about it, but he said, he said the doctor said that his uh, blood pressure is a little bit low. Uh, he needs rest, um, but then he'll be all right. He'll be fine. So, He's looking forward to rescheduling, hopefully, for, for February. Well, oh, yeah, it's good news, at least, Dave. There's uh, there's no damage or permanent damage there, so that's that's great. Yeah, news. That's, that, that's the main, that's the main, um, that was the main concern. But, um, you know, thankfully, everything's fine, so we can put that, you know, as a, as a can we come right off as a really bad year, just a terrible year for him. Um, and hopefully, uh, like we said on the night, to, to uh, John Wish, to Ben Shalom, you know, he'll, he'll be good for, you know, straight away in the new year. Um, obviously, he needs a little bit of rest, so then February, that, I believe they're going to have a date in February. That's perfect for, for Laurent, so fingers crossed. Well, good news to hear. Um, Dave, last night, um, people were split on on the first, when they heard the matchup, Fury Chisora, people were split whether it should happen whether it was a fight that we all thought. But at the end of the day, it took place. It sold an incredible amount of tickets. Again, people thought December outdoors won't do very well, but it looks like they sold close to 60,000 tickets. Just wanted to kind of your overall assessment on the fight. And I think everyone kind of expected Fury to to win anyway. Uh, firstly, the fact that it sold so well in December in the freezing cold, it's just great. It's great for sport. Um, and it shows that Tyson Fury is... You know, which we knew anyway, Tyson Fury is a massive, massive star and a massive name. Um, the sport needs people like that. The sport needs, you know, the the guys that reach outside the box, not just the boxing fans. And and Tyson's shown that that he's he's right up there with them as well. So, you know, AJ Fury, there's only really those two that have pulled. You know, I, I know Frotch versus Gross, but I'm talking about actual individual individual fighters whoever the fighting can pull, you know, huge, huge stadium figure um, attendances, which is fantastic. We need people like that for the sport. Um, but to do it in December when it's freezing cold as well, that's that, that's great, you know. So, yeah, firstly, on that side of things, fantastic. Uh, the fight itself, like you said, a lot of people, you know, weren't, you know, we're a little bit in two minds about it. We're against the fight. Um, and I think people saw it as, as the Tyson Fury show, which I think majority of people that went there probably were. It is about the occasion, about the event. Um, whoever he fights, they'll turn up for. And um, I think that's what... I don't think many people 
or many people that were outside Derek's camp, Derek's fan base, I don't think many people thought there that seriously that there was going to be a, a, a huge upset. But the thing about Derek is that he, you know, he has had highlight reel knockouts in the past. He has had come from behind um, victories in the past, and he is something that will give it absolutely everything. And that's where that's why fans turned up. Dave, a lot of people were uh, criticizing the corner. They felt the corner should have kind of pulled him out early. Derek said up. Oh, at the end, uh, when back in the locker room about the referee stopping the fight, and he said, look, I'm a fire, I'm going to carry on. The referee's there to do the right thing. And and he, he admitted the referee did the right thing. Um, did it go on a few few too many rounds um, from your perspective? I listen, I said to you before, I, I, I listened to it on TalkSport. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I haven't seen any of it yet. Um, I'll watch it. If I don't, I'm not one of these that likes to watch little clips and things. If I don't see a fight live, I don't go back and just watch little clips and little highlights. So when when I can watch it live, uh, live in its entirety, then I'll I'll you know I'll I'll probably watch it. Um, but I listened to it and it sounded awful to listen to. To be fair, um, I, I I chose not to watch it because it wasn't a fight that I want to see Derek in. Um, you know, after the Parker fight, I I said to him in the changing rooms that I felt it was a perfect time for him to retire. And it wasn't a case of, I can't see, you know, you can't win any more fights. It's a case of that. I don't want to see you getting it as as many times as what you are doing now. And, and you know, I, and I just thought it was a perfect time for him to walk away. The crowd singing his name at a last big fight against Joseph Parker, but he, he chose to carry on beats Pulev, and then now he's fighting in front of 60,000 fans at, at Tottenham Hotspur for the world title. So he got what he wanted, but I, in that fight, I didn't, I could only see either Fury goes out there and puts it on him and gets him, gets rid of him quick. Fury decides to win on points and he beats him up, which means it's a sustained punishment. But also, Derek is that tough. So the option was there that Derek could be that tough that he just soaks everything up. And, you know, he, he gets hammered for 12 rounds. And I didn't want to see either of those. I didn't want to watch either of those um, options. So I didn't. And I'm listening to talk sport every day with football. And I thought, and you're hearing them saying they're covering the Fury fight. I was like, oh, I'll listen to it. So I listened to it. And yeah, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't sound great. So it, so in answer to your question, I can't tell you whether a fight should have been stopped or not because I didn't watch it, but from the commentators on the radio and from, obviously I've seen the response on social medias, then people are saying, yeah, um, it was bad. Um, it was bad at the amount of punishment he was taking. But to go to a, a, a trainer's point of view, the trainer sees it how he sees it. He knows his fighter, he knows you know, how he's responding there. He knows whether he believes that he can um, turn it around. If he thought that that he could, that Derek could turn it around and Derek was in the fight all the time um, and, and or Fury showing signs that he could be got at, then maybe that's why he kept him in there. But if he didn't and it was just because um, Derek's tough, then I think that's when, when a fighter needs looking after and um, that decision taken out of the fighters' hands because you got a man like Derek Chisora, he, he ain't quitting for nobody. 
you know he's 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 um he's got immense heart his toughness and then he gets in this zone where he just he's just going to keep trudging forward and um when he has successes and you think you think you can turn it around but if there's no success again i didn't see it but from what i was listening on they didn't see it sound as though there was much success in there and if there's not much success or there's no success then really that is that is just a beating Dave, I remember a couple of years ago, Frank Warren said that Derek Chisora should retire. Eddie Hearn went on record to say that he'd love to see Chisora fight Wilder. And that everyone refers back to this victory over Pulev, but we have to also remember Pulev is nowhere near his prime as well. He was, he was, may he may well be a, a top 15 heavyweight, but he's kind of well past his best. Yeah. Derek last night took a lot of clean shots, a lot of uppercuts from Fury. And like you said, you know Derek, you've worked with him, you've, you've, you've trained him for a number of years and for a number of fights, but does someone have to put their their hand around his shoulder and say, Derek, it, it's 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 up. The time's up now. Because Derek just wants the big fights. I don't think Derek yeah. can get up for British level. No disrespect to the British level fighters, but he wants to make the most money at the highest possible level. And do you feel like that's come to an end now and someone needs to put their hand around his shoulder and say, Derek, it's, it's time to go? The, the problem is that Derek wants to fight. I, I, somebody told me earlier on that, that Derek's done an interview where he says he wants to carry on. I was hoping that that this fight would be the fight where he gets his world title shot, gets his big massive paycheck, um, and he can finish and go out into the sunset and be content. But the worry is that if he's not content, and it sounds like he's not already, and, and I'm hoping it's just the adrenaline and the, the you know the the afterglow from such a big event, you know, because even if you know he, he's lost, but the event and being part of such a spectacle is is such a rush you know so i'm hoping it's just that that's speaking and then in you know in a few days time when things hit home a little bit then he maybe decides and thinks you know what bow out at this point is perfect time perfect opportunity to, to get out of this but um because the worry is that like you said that he does want to carry on um that's where he needs you know his management whoever's managing him now if it's I don't last I know it was two five eight or but whoever is in that position to say Derek no family friends people around him to say Derek think about the long term think about the future um, and then you know well I think the main thing is the big promoters if the big you know it's all right I'm coming out and saying he should retire and this is this but the promoters are the ones because they stage the events so if they if they don't aren't willing to put Derek on anymore and say listen mate with all due respect and because we value not because oh you shit now we don't want anything to do but no but because we value as as if you put that much into our sport given us great events given the fans great nights we actually value value you now, so we're not gonna take from you anymore. We're not gonna give you an opportunity to. And it's not even about the money now. I mean, listen, it's not been the money. He's, he's earned a lot of money, but last night he'll have earned serious, serious money. So it's not even about giving him a payday anymore. It's giving him that that platform or that um, give him that yeah, give him that platform to. Do more harm than good that's going to come out of it. Um, 
so it'd be nice if they turned around and said thanks thanks for everything but you know there's no slots available there's no room you know that's it and then if if the the guys with the tv contracts your 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 frank warrens your eddie Ernst, your even your bob rank and bob rank bob arum and top rank the guys with the big tv platform that play a big money if they turn around and say no then he's not going to work he's, he's what's he's not going to pay he's not going to box for 30 40 grand do you know what I mean? He's not going to box for, for, for fees that smaller TV companies can pay or, or box for even less, you know, that, that small old promoters can, can pay. So then you're kind of like cutting him off at the source and then then he doesn't, he doesn't box. But the problem is that, that um, my worry is that if, if when, a fighter, when a fighter doesn't feel like he's done, then it's is how does he handle the not not fighting anymore how does he handle the retirement how does he handle building a new life for himself and that's that's the worry um people like Derek who um and I, I, you know I've said it in in the gym to the lads before this fight before that's you know when when I'd said I, I want him to retire after the Parker but the fact that he he doesn't and he was he was like straight away on that night he was like fuck that straight away turn around to Frank Smith says when you get me out again this is after a fight like that. He just loves it. He loves to fight. He's a hard man, yes, but he just loves to fight. You know, there's plenty of people that say they love to fight, but he actually loves it. He actually really, really does it. I think that needs to be extinguished. That needs to be um, satisfied. And that's my worry for him is that is that people like that, when they retire, they struggle readjusting. Um, and that's where... Yeah, that's that's why why it's not so plain and simple. That's why it's not so plain and simple. Oh yeah, just 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 retire. That's it. Because we're not him. We haven't got that same mindset. We we don't actually. Although we feel like can I, you know, even me as a coach or an ex boxer, I can, I can understand and think, but I don't actually truly know what's ticking in that brain. And and not just with Derek, with other fighters, you know, so other fighters that have retired thinking about the, the health long term because it gets to that point in the career but still feel physically as though they can still do it when you physically feel as though you can still do it that's the danger spot because you're like oh why not and you're um when you have that desire and that that you, some some fighters the boxing the discipline of the boxing that is what keeps them from doing stupid things uh, I'm not saying he's going to turn out and go on a rampage and start smashing everybody up and things. I'm not saying that, but but with some people, they have a. a, a, a it's like we don't. We do know that he's got a bit of a, a switch, where one minute he's all right, next minute he, you know he's, he's a bit of a scary dude. But the boxing might be what tames that side, and it gives him an outlet for the other side that the the watch is already to come out. I mean, you don't want that watches aura coming out anywhere else other than the boxing ring. Do you know what I mean? Um, so, I, I, like I said, I don't know what's going on in his head. I don't, I don't know how how he feels. Maybe he worries that that is what keeps him keeps him calm, keeps him cool. But I would hope that um, the fact that he's got a lovely family, um, two young kids, um, a couple of young kids 
I, I would I would hope that that would like settle the fires and that would give him motivation to look at something else and just enjoy being a dad enjoy being a family family man and, and just enjoy enjoy the life that is built through all his hard work all his heart that is put on the on you know put into each fire and each camp and and just enjoy himself i, I would hope that, that he could he could do that they just finally um Obviously, we saw Alexander Usyk in attendance, Joe Joyce in attendance. Both of them jumped up on the ring. Um, probably the two two fighters there have two different styles. Obviously, Usyk's undefeated, Joe is undefeated. But which one do you think stylistically will give Fury more problems out of the two? I think they both give, give any heavyweight problems in their own way. They're two different styles, but they both give any heavyweight in the world problems. Joe Joyce is that constant pressure, that just that. Joe's a guy that that when you when you were watching him coming through, you thought you just think he's terrible, and you think Canelo gets hit with everything, and he's slow and he's cumbersome, and yes, he's heavy-handed and he's tough, but he'll get found out when he steps up. And you keep saying he'll get found out when he steps up, but he keeps stepping up and he keeps doing the same job. And and with Ishmael Salas as well, the. He's actually got a rhythm to his boxing that works for him and is very, very hard for other fighters to deal with. You know, his jabs are a lot better than what you think it is. You know, he's, he's, he's not just as one-dimensional and crude as what it kind of like looks like. Um, and, and obviously with, with Usyk, Usyk's got, you know, he's got, he's, he's got the legs, he's got the skills, he's, he's got, a, you know, the, the boxing IQ. Um, but... I, don't, I think the, the both have have the styles that could give fewer problems. What what I would say is that although I do think that Usyk's got the ability to beat Tyson Fury, for him I'd worry that Fury's too big. That's a that he's a big big man that's very very good. He's a big big man that's skillful. He's a big big man that's tough, gritty, and um, and and can box in in numerous ways as well. So he's not just a big, big man. He's a very, very good big, big man. And the, the size difference could be too much for Usyk's attributes to come into effect. Um, with Joyce against Fury, again, you would think that Fury's skills and, and boxing ability would be too much for him. But I don't, I, I, I'm done with writing off Joe Joyce. I'm done. I, and I, I'm not going to write because... Because I look at him, I thought Dubois was going to beat him. And and you just look at him and you just think, he's going to get found out, he's going to get found out. But you can't because he just, at some point, it will do. <laughs> and then you can say, see, I told you. <laughs> but, but, when's that going to come? Um, I don't know. I've, I've, I've started, you know, it, I was, I was, it was a bit of a slow burner. But, I like I like what I see with George Joyce. He makes it work for himself. Not everybody can be the the slickster, the skillster, the you know, the you know, deliver these brilliant combination punches and and look flashy and great while they're getting rid of people. Some people you just see them and they're just raw, and he's he he's scary, man. He's scary. And then like I said, you know, Fury, you've got the skills in it. I would like to see. Obviously, you want to see undisputed. Um, so obviously Usyk and and 
um, Fury. But I'm not going to lie. I want to see uh, Usyk and Joyce as well. Uh, not Usyk. Um, well, yeah, I'd like to see that as well. But I want to see Fury and Joyce just because it's a fantastic matchup again. There's there's so many fights between those those four guys. There's four guys there. Wilder, AJ, because Wilder's still somebody you want to watch. AJ is still somebody you want to watch. You know, then you've got Joyce and you've got Fury and, and you've got Usyk. It's, it's, it's like, it's a great mix, but we need to see the fights happen. And amongst themselves, you know, there's, there's so many good fights there for the sport. And that, if they all started fighting each other, that just lift the sport massively. It it just it'd go to another level. Listen, Fury selling out Tottenham against Derek Chisora in a fight that got panned beforehand, and everyone said it was going to be one way, and everyone kind of knew it was going to be, and he was just that intrigue. Well, what if what if Derek? What if you imagine? Obviously, Fury against AJ, AJ against Wilder. Usyk against Wilder. It's just there's so many different mixes. Joyce in that and that with, with either one of those as well. They're all gonna sell. They're all gonna make the promoters a lot of money. The fighters a lot, a lot of money. But I just worried that that a lot of times in boxing, you look at Crawford Spence, you look at Pacquiao Mayweather. They wait and wait and wait and wait, and then the fights never happen. Or they happen when when you're talking about shells of of of, of the fighters that they once were. And it does the sport no favours. And and I don't think it... I'll tell you what else I don't think does the sport favours is when your team Matchroom slagging off team Warren, your team Warren slagging off team Matchroom. So fans that aren't boxing, boxing people and aren't like, you know, don't look at the intricacy of fights and things. They just see that a show is getting panned. And they go, I'm not going to bother watching. Viewing figures are shit. Fighters on the undercar aren't getting exposure. And it's like... You're killing the sport because it's like you just want to put one over on the others, and and you know we've all been guilty of it. Everybody's been guilty of it, and kind of like looked at looked at landscape of, of how sports going at the moment recently, and it's like if you're gonna slate something, ultimately you're slagging off the sport from within, and if if the guys and us from inside the sport a slate in every show just because he's not got one of our fighters on it, then the people on the outside that have no loyalties to either of the sport won't attach themselves to it because they'll just hear it shit. And they'll just hear that, oh, it's not worth watching. So then they're, they're on it. And then all you're going to get is fans of that promoter watch that show and fans of that promoter watch that show. You know, I I, I think we need to, as, as a sport, we need to kind of like pull a finger out all round um, otherwise it's only going one way Dave appreciate giving me a little bit of time I know it's Sunday I know you're getting ready to probably watch uh, England play big game against Senegal uh, and I'm sure yeah. your boy's going to be yeah. probably knocking on the door any minute now to dad come on let's uh, get ready for the game but yeah enjoy the game thank you for a few minutes of your time Dave yeah. and we'll catch up with you very soon thanks mate nice one Dave Cowell IFL TV thank you very much Sports Social Podcast Network <laughs>